Hello, and welcome back to Daniel Decoded and Revelation Revealed, where we make things simple. Yes, the Word of God really is interesting, and it's so great when we can go into the Word of God and study. So the last time we met, we talked about being in and out of the fire. That was in Daniel chapter 3. So today, moving on, we're going to be in Daniel chapter 4, and the title of this study is From Grapes to Grace. From Grapes to Grace. And this story here in Daniel chapter 4 is a lesson about humility. It is a lesson of humility. So in the book of Daniel chapter 4, the story goes this way. So Nebuchadnezzar the king once again dreams a dream. The first time God would have given him a vision of the statue. Now this second time, God would have given him a vision that he did not quite understand. So once again, he sends for his magicians and his astrologers and all his wise men so that they could come to him and make him to know the interpretation of the dream. The magicians came, the astrologers came, all of them came, but none of them could make this dream known to him just as before. But at the last, it said, Daniel came in, it says in verse 8 that, but at the last, Daniel came in before me, whose name was Belteshazzar, according to the name of my God, and in whom is the spirit of the holy gods, and I told him the dream. So in comes Daniel now to interpret the vision that the king would have received, and Nebuchadnezzar acknowledges Daniel as the man in whom the spirit of the holy gods is. So he knows that the spirit of God is in Daniel, and there's something special about Daniel because Daniel would have proved to him, would have shown to him before that indeed he serves the almighty and the powerful God. So Daniel says to the king, no, so the king tells Daniel the dream and all that he saw and he asked him what is the interpretation of this dream. So he tells the king, he tells, the king tells Daniel in verse 11 that he sees a tree and the tree grows and it got stronger and stronger and the height thereof reached unto heaven and the sight to all the ends of the earth. In verse 12, the leaves were fair, the fruit thereof was much, and it was meat for all. The beasts of the field had shadow under it, and the fowls of the heaven dwelt in the boughs thereof, and all flesh was fed of it. Then I saw in the visions of my head, behold, a watcher and an holy one came down from heaven. He cried aloud and said, Chop down the tree and cut off his branches. Shake off his leaves and scatter his fruit. And let the beasts get away from under it and the fowls from its branches. But in verse 15 it says, Nevertheless, leave the stump of his roots in the earth, even with a band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field. And let it be wet with the dew of heaven, and let his portion be 
with the beasts of the grass of the earth, with the beasts in the grass of the earth. Let his heart be changed from man's, and let a beast's heart be given unto him, and let seven times pass over him. This matter is made by the decree of the watchers, and by the demand by the word of the holy ones, to the intent that the living may know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of men, and gives it to whomsoever he will, and sets it up over the basis of men. So the king tells Daniel a dream, <coughs> and Daniel listens, and he sits there for one hour, and then he comes back to the king, and he tells him what the interpretation of the dream is. And he says in verse 20 and 21 that, listen, this big tree that you would have seen that would have grown strong and the height reached unto the heaven with the fair leaves and the beast of the field under it, you, O king, are this tree, for you have become great and strong and your greatness has reached unto heaven and your dominion to the end of the earth. You see, at that time, Babylon was the greatest kingdom in all of the earth. There was none like it at the time. It was so great and powerful. In verse 23, he says, And the king, your king, saw a watcher and an holy one coming down from heaven and saying, Chop the tree down and destroy it. Let the yet leave the stump of the roots in the earth even with a band of iron and brass in the tender grass of the field. And let it be wet with the dew of heaven, and let his portion be with the beasts of the field till seven times pass over him. Now in the Bible, a time is a year. Remember that. So Daniel says to the king, this is the interpretation. You shall be driven from among men and your dwelling will be with the beasts of the field. And they shall make you to eat grass as oxen, and they shall wet thee with the dew of heaven, and seven times shall pass over you, till you know that the Most High ruleth in the kingdom of heaven, and gives it to whomsoever he will. And this stump that they left, this stump means that your kingdom is going to be returned unto you, but only after you have known that it is the God in heaven who rules. And so in verse 27, Daniel says to the king, O king, please accept my counsels and break off your sins and turn to righteousness. Put aside your iniquities by showing mercy to the poor, and this will bring you a great peace. So Nebuchadnezzar, well, of course, Babylon was a pagan nation and they practiced many sinful things. Additionally, the king was not very nice to the poor and God did not like that. In verse 28, it says that all these things came upon the king Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of 12 months, which is approximately a year, at the end of a year, he walked in the palace of the kingdom of Babylon. The king spake and said, Is not this great Babylon that I have built for the house of the kingdom by the might of my power 
and for the honor of my majesty while he was still speaking a voice came from heaven saying "O nebuchadnezzar to thee it is spoken your kingdom is departed from you and you shall be driven from men and your dwelling will be with the beasts of the field and you shall be made to eat grass as oxen and seven times seven years shall pass until you know that the most high god rules in the kingdom of heaven and gives it to whomsoever he will and the same hour that nebuchadnezzar heard this voice the thing happened he was driven from men he ate grass as oxen his body became wet with the dew of heaven till his hairs were grown like eagles feathers and his nails like birds claws can you imagine a thing like that one minute you're sitting in your palace eating grapes looking out at all the beautiful scenery and the next minute you are a beast of the field eating grass all because you magnified yourself and you did not want to humble yourself and acknowledge that it is the god of the heavens that rules over the kingdom of men and not men who rule over themselves Humility is a serious thing. So the king becomes driven from man and he becomes a beast of the field and he's in the field, he's eating grass. In verse 34 it says, And at the end of the days I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted up mine eyes unto heaven and mine understanding returned unto me. And I blessed the Most High and I praised and honored him that liveth forever whose dominion is an everlasting dominion, and his kingdom is from generation to generation. And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing. And he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven. And none can say unto him, What doest thou? And at the same time my reason returned unto me, and for the glory of my kingdom, Mine honor and brightness returned unto me, and my counselors and lords sought me, and I was established in my kingdom, and excellent majesty was added unto me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, all whose works are truth, and his ways judgment, and those that walk in pride he is able to abase. So we see at the end of seven years, Nebuchadnezzar finally, finally acknowledges that it is God Almighty who is all powerful and he humbles himself before the Lord and all of his glory is restored. God loves humility. God wants us to be humble and to know that regardless of who we are, what position we are, what possessions we have, he is in control and he rules at all times and he can kick us out or lift us up whenever he so pleases so we ought to always have our hearts humble before god okay so now we're crossing over to chapter five in chapter five it begins with belshazzar who was the great grandson of the king having a feast and at this feast belshazzar had a lot of wine and he commanded his servants to bring 
the sacred vessels which his father Nebuchadnezzar had taken out of the temple which was in Jerusalem so that he and his wives and his concubines and all his party vessels would be able to drink in it. So then these vessels, these sacred vessels that came out of the temple were brought to this party and they drank wine in it. And while they were drinking wine in these vessels, they praised the gods of gold and of silver, of brass, of iron, of wood, and of stone. Imagine the audacity. Taking the God's sacred vessels from his, that were taken from his temple, and not only drinking wine in them, but praising idols while drinking wine from the sacred vessels. Mm. In verse 5 it says, In the same hour came forth fingers of a man's hand, and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace. And the king saw the part of the hand that wrote. And right away his countenance was changed, and his thoughts began to trouble him, so that the joints of his loins became loosed, and his knees smote one against another. The joints of his loins became loose. Well, I interpret that to mean, well, he feed himself when he saw the hand writing on the wall. I probably would too, because that is not something that you see every day. That's a very strange occurrence. In verse 7, it says, The king cries aloud and calls for the astrologers and the Chaldeans and all the wise men. And he says to them, Whosoever is able to read this writing and show me what the interpretation is, I will clothe him in scarlet, I will give him many gifts, he will give him a gold chain, and I will make him the third ruler in this great kingdom. So the wise men came, and all the other magicians and so on, they came in, but none of them could read the writing on the wall, moreover to interpret it. And this made the king very troubled. His whole countenance was changed, and even his guests and his counselors were disturbed. However, in verse 10, it says, The queen remembered Daniel, and she said to the king, Be not troubled. No, don't let this thing trouble thee, because there is a man in this kingdom in whom is the spirit of the holy gods. And in the days of Nebuchadnezzar, he would have showed him interpretation of dreams when the magicians and the astrologers could not. An excellent spirit, she says, is found within this man, and he possesses knowledge, understanding, and interpreting of dreams, and none other is like him in this kingdom. So she says, call for Daniel, and he will show you what the interpretation is. In verse 13, Daniel was brought before the king, and the king spake and said unto Daniel, Are you that Daniel? of the children which were captured of Judah. I have heard of thee, that the spirit of the gods is in thee, and that light and understanding and excellent wisdom is found in thee. All these wise men that I have here, none of them can tell me what this writing means and tell me the interpretation. But I have heard that you can make interpretation. So Daniel, if you can read this writing, and tell me what the interpretation is, well then I will give you 
many gifts and will make you a great ruler in this kingdom. In verse 17, Daniel answered and he says to the king, Keep your gifts for yourself and give your rewards to another. I will tell you the interpretation of this writing. He says, Thou, O king, the most high God, gave Nebuchadnezzar your father a kingdom and majesty, glory and honor. And he was feared before all the people. But when his heart became lifted up, and he became filled with pride. He was removed from his throne, and his glory was taken from him. And he was driven from the sons of men, and his heart was made like the beast, as we read in chapter 4. And Nebuchadnezzar dwelt with the beast, till he knew that the Most High God ruled in the kingdom of men, and that he appointed it to whomsoever he will. But you, O Belshazzar, his son, you have not humbled yourself, although you knew of these things. So inasmuch as you knew that there is a God in heaven that set it up kings and humbled kings, and your father Nebuchadnezzar praised and glorified the God of heaven when he realized this, you have known this, but you refuse to humble yourself. Instead, you lifted up yourself against the God of heaven, and you brought the vessels of this house, and you and your lords and your wives and your concubines, you drank wine in them, and you praise idols which do not see, do not hear, but the God in whose hand your breath is, and whose, and whose are all thy ways, you have not glorified. And so in verse 24, Daniel says to him, this is what the writing means. It says, Mini mini tekel uparsin. And this is the interpretation. Mini means that God has numbered your kingdom and finished it. Tekel means that you have been weighed in the balances and found wanting. Perez means that your kingdom is divided and given to the Medes and the Persians. Then commanded Belshazzar that they clothe Daniel and Give him many gifts and make him a third ruler in the kingdom. And in verse 30 it says, In that night was Belshazzar the king of the Chaldeans slain. In that very night he was slain. And Darius of the Medes took the kingdom, being about three score and two years old. Remember in chapter, in that same night, the kingdom was taken from Belshazzar and given to the Medes and the Persians. Remember in chapter 2, when we read Understanding the Dream, if you have not listened to episode 3, Understanding the Dream, I encourage you to go listen to episode 3, Understanding the Dream. In episode 3, when we covered Understanding Nebuchadnezzar's Dream, we discovered that this golden image that this image this great image that nebuchadnezzar saw with the head of gold and the arms and chest of silver is represent and you know it represented different kingdoms and in the interpretation that daniel would have given to nebuchadnezzar he told him that look you are this head of gold but there will come a time when another nation that is inferior to thee will come and take over your kingdom and we learned from history that 
this kingdom was the Medes and the Persians. And here in Daniel chapter 5, verse 31, it confirms it again that Babylon was given into the hands of the Medes and the Persians. See, I'm telling you, God's word is true. We can trust in the word of God and everything that he says will come, will happen. You can trust and believe it will happen, whether it be now or in the future. You can trust and believe in the word of God and in the prophecies of God. So this has brought me to the end of chapter 5. I hope I'm not going too fast. If you have any questions, be sure to send me a message and I'll be more than happy to answer it. Until next time, be blessed and bye.